The Save the Date Wedding Podcast is hosted by comedian Alicia McCormick. And Rich. She's your virtual bridesmaid. What about me? Who's helping hashtag bridechillas everywhere. Welcome. Welcome, my dear people, to the Save the Date. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. You just, you just laugh. You're Welcome. an amateur. <laughs> Welcome to Q&A Thursdays. I'm Alicia. And I'm her husband. But she can't even cope with that. You know why? I have to let you in on something. I just picked up a glass of water. Oh. <laughs> and it, I... Make it, this makes us seem like fools. Yeah. <laughs> well, get ready for the rest Don't of... Don't spill the fucking water. <laughs> And then I lifted the water across the keyboard of our computer, yeah. which is the foundation of my whole No computer, business. no podcast. Exactly. And, and you're there casually <laughs> lifting a glass of water across. Now, I have to say, if you're new to the show, welcome. Oh, yes. Welcome. Yes. Sorry the, for the swears. Not really. No, we're not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. No. Um, but the show is about wedding planning, and we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> and safety around electronic devices. And I have... To admit, I have ruined two computers with liquids. Is it more than two? No, it's two. All right, okay. Watch yourself. Watch yourself, buddy. One was by accident when we were at a wedding. Of course, both were by accident. At Babes' wedding. If you've heard the episode talking to my lovely friend Babes, Nicole, it was the night before. (laughs) Babes. Babes, her wedding. And I accidentally, I like a glass of water next to the bed. Mm, And the laptop. (laughs) And unfortunately... I in the I don't think it was in the night we weren't sleeping but the water fell on the computer. <laughs> this is very vague and you're sort of airbrushing yourself out of history here. And I was like you got to be fucking kidding. I was so angry. And we took the hire car the morning I think it was the morning of her wedding. Mm. No, the morning before. Yeah. And we went to this little chintzy pretend apple shop in a shed in Byron Bay <laughs> and it wasn't even an apple like clearly it wasn't an apple store but uh, <laughs> I don't know why I said that with such attitude and they're like nah it's broken get a new one it broke so that was disappointing and then years before I'd accidentally dropped coffee on it a different computer yeah so I am very careful you know how aware I am of liquids around the computer well I don't know <laughs> Hey, Actions. thank you for joining me, husband. Pleasure. We're just warming up the old chops for preparation for our podcast, which you've agreed to do. Yeah, I still haven't. My, I haven't run it past my agent yet. Yeah, I'm your agent, and yeah. she says yes, which brings us to the first voice message. Now, I haven't listened on purpose. I have not listened to these messages. Oh, well, because they could be. Porno messages for all I know. <laughs> you don't even know what's coming up. No, which is what I think is exciting sometimes about just oh, going into it. We're on the edge. Yeah, but I do know Melanie Jackson emailed with her voice message, which we're about to play. But she says, hey, Alicia, I just needed to tell you how excited I am that you and Rich are thinking of doing a podcast together. Oh, God, yet another plant. My fiancé and I have been listening to your podcast together and he thinks it's hilarious and helpful for keeping me calm. However... <laughs> planning things kind of stresses him out. So I think it would be more up to me to plan our wedding and to continue listening to your podcast on my own, which is totally cool with him and me. Okay. 
That said, I think we would love to listen to a podcast together by you and Rich and being a couple about being a couple and how you make things work. I thought we were going to do a sport podcast. You're wrong. I just described your journey to Ikea episode to him and he was cracking up. I think it would be a cool thing that I haven't seen before in a podcast world yet too. Great. We're pioneers. Just wanted to give you the empirical evidence to Rich. I don't blame him because I'm a scientist and just just need that evidence. Damn right. Melanie. Damn right, girl. If you, again, are new to the podcast or if you're not, you just haven't really paid attention. Rich is an architect. He's a, are you a right side or a left? I don't ever remember that, which is probably what. Ooh, I don't know either, actually. <laughs> He's like a mathsy. I think that's probably because, well, they say left-handed people are artsy, which is the right brain. So it's probably left brain. I don't know. You're left brain. Just hazarding a guess there, yeah. Let's just say, Rich Let's is left, left brain and I'm a right brain person. I'm a, like, images, creative, dicking around sort of person. <laughs> <laughs> and Rich is like... Numbers. 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 And nerd he's, geek. Like, he's like pushing the glasses up yeah. his nose. I yeah. love you for doing that. And yeah, you're very right. good with thinking about things. Yeah, good. I'm good with... Things too. Well also done. things, just different things. So, Melanie, thanks for that email. Let's get into your voice message and see what you have to say. Surprise mail. Hi, Alicia. This is Melanie, and I just have to tell you how much I love this podcast. I am a little obsessed because I find that your amazing Australian accent, voice impressions, and cursing really make my day. Um, And being a graduate student right now, life is a little stressful, and hearing all of those things really calm me down and relax me. Um, And, oh yeah, I guess you give good advice too. That's nice. Oh yeah, she gives a lot of advice. Good advice. Oh, good, sorry, yes, good, good, yeah, definitely good advice. I like that you, I mean, it's funny because I actually get a lot of Americans saying that they like my accent, your accent, our accents. Mm, mm. And it's funny because these are just the way we speak. Uh, these are just the, the way we speak. Can I sound any rougher? <laughs> what about all your impersonations? I do love doing a voice. You do, don't you? Yes. Yeah. My English accents are getting much better. And at work the other day, I, uh, because I've been doing some casting producing Mm. at work, just finished a job. And uh, probably by the time you hear this, I should hopefully have another job. But I've realized that my Australian accent, when I'm convincing people to be on a TV show, does work for me. Mm. But sometimes, sometimes you've got to go into a really posh accent (laughs) to really connect with the English people. Or sometimes they go, oh, we hate those people because they're fucking rich people and they're jerks. So then you've got to go like into like, Big geezer, in there. Yeah, geezer. All those little girls that talk like that. You know, the Essex girls. You might have heard them. You know, I love doing all that. That's getting better. Yeah, no, it's really good. Have, have you fooled anyone yet? Um, well, the posho accent, people do seem to really like. Yeah. And it's always like, once I get into it, you know, it's the girls that go on the gap yard. Mm. And it's how I imagine Kate Middleton would have spoken before she was reprogrammed. <laughs> Slightly. Because, you know, she's been talk, taught how to speak properly. And we don't hear her speak very much, which worries me. I feel like she's been captured by the royal family and they won't let her go, but she's got great hair. There it is. Melanie, I wish you to continue. But the thing is, I can't help but feel a little guilty listening because I'm not technically engaged. I know my boyfriend has a ring and has been going around telling our friends and family that I'm his soon-to-be fiancé. 
And of course, if I were to do that and going around telling everyone that he's my soon-to-be fiance, they would probably think I'm a little crazy. Ah, the plot thickens. (laughs) (laughs) I love this so much. And the selfish part of me just went immediately to, oh, we're going to have Melanie as a bride chiller. I thought you were going to say, she's going to invite us to the wedding. They're not even engaged yet. (laughs) Well, that's we're going to move on to that. Do you know we were invited to a wedding in Colorado recently? Oh, you in Colorado. Yeah, see, I said this on the show. (laughs) This time last week, I remember this very clearly. You weren't home. I recorded an episode. Deirdre from Colorado, she wrote to me. And I went on a rant about how much I love, I freaking love Colorado and how I feel so like you, you a destiny. you scared the bejesus out of one of our dear listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She said, come to, the, come to the wedding in Colorado. When is it? It's in July or August. You, oh, you almost lied then. <laughs> <laughs> For memory. Uh, sorry, guys. We're just having this discussion about Colorado. You're still there, aren't you? I hope you're still there listening. <laughs> anyway. Well, that is lovely of her to invite us. Yes, that's true. Now, what are we talking about? <laughs> Melanie, we're just saying, we're, we're joking, we're joking. We're with you. The, I selfishly think it's exciting because that means if you're not engaged yet and you're listening, then I get my lovely mitts, my, that mitts sound creepy, <laughs> my host mitts on you for a long time. Your podcast mittens. In a lovely way. I get to welcome you into my warm coat. Stop talking later. But, yeah, we're not very good at surprises. I don't know when or how he's going to ask, but we've definitely talked about wedding planning, and he knows that I listen to you. But, anyway, I am so excited for him to ask me. It should be sometime this month, I'm guessing. But, anyway, I am so excited to purchase one of those Bride Chilla t-shirts I've been eyeing and to share it all over social media. and. Finally, send you some actual questions rather than me telling me, rather than me telling you how much I love you. Um, I'm actually fine with that. I'm fine with that too. I think it's really nice that you took the time to record a voice message praising me. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel so prepared already because my parents the other day were writing up a list of family members that would need to be invited and they started getting a little catty with one another over which of their friends could be invited. Oh, sorry. I didn't realize they were getting married. (laughs) Can I get an uh uh-oh spaghetti-o? Because I feel like Melanie's mum and dad, uh -uh. girl's been listening to this podcast She knows what's coming. And I had to put my foot down. And this podcast really helped give me a voice to explain who we want invited and why. And it's not just, you know, for everyone to come along. Um, You know, if they weren't going to, if my parents weren't going to invite them to lunch or, you know, if... That person hasn't seen me since I was 10, then maybe it's probably not the right person. So I just wanted to say thank you and that I will continue listening. And um, thanks again. Bye. Well, thank you so much, Melanie. Thank you, Melanie. And we are so excited 
to hear about your proposal. We're genuinely excited. And can you please, please uh, send us, <laughs> that was weird, send us an image, a photograph, something. An electronic picture. Correct. We're so happy to have you on board and, and delighted to receive your voice message. Thank you so much. And here's to many more. Well, just tell us what you're studying as well. Yeah. Good on you, Dad. Good question. Dad. Jesus. And what are you studying at the, uh, the university? What are your professors like? Are they good? <laughs> it's not the right podcast for that. <laughs> Sorry. But I will say, just before we wrap this one up, um, congratulations on utilising some of your bride chiller knowledge and coolness when dealing with your parents. I say dealing in the nicest way. Because if you get them early and you put them in their place, they're going to be cool. And it's best to show you're a bride chiller by having a bride chiller t-shirt. Correct. Thank you for that plug. Very excited. We've got some new branding coming soon that's happening right now. The Pixies. Mikey. The branding Pixies. Mikey Pups. Mikey Pups. Babes' husband, Mikey. It's my best friend's husband. Uh, Our best friend. Our best friend. (laughs) Yeah. So he's designing some new branding. So we are getting a new logo and we are getting uh, brand new T-shirts, which will be just as jazzy as the old ones. But a little bit more unified. Yes. Yeah. Synergy. Correct. Um, I want to know, like Monday nights at the moment for us, which are Sunday nights in the US, we've been really enjoying, this is a real sidetrack, Veep and Silicon Valley. Oh my word, they're so good. God, I love those shows. <laughs> Nothing to add there. But I just when Rich said Synergy, it just reminded me of something wanky that would come out of the Silicon Valley writers. I love it the so much. The conjoined triangles of success. That's what we all need to focus on. And... Or Annie, we will soon find out, left us this message. Hi, Alicia. This is Anne calling from New York City, as you can probably hear from the sirens. I love streetscape. And that sounds like you are fully in the streetscape, Anne. It sounds like New York. Oh, I love New York. That was too much. I just got engaged last night. I'm still floating on a cloud. I think I'm basically like walking down the street, staring at my ring, hoping I don't walk straight into a bus. Oh my god, so exciting! Congrats! Hope we didn't deafen everyone with our celebrations. (laughs) Anyway, I have been listening to your podcast for um, over a month now. I am one of those weird people that you talk about, like, maybe you're not engaged. Maybe, maybe you're, maybe you're just, you really like weddings. Oh my god, Anne, that made me so happy. (laughs) You just laughed out loud at that. You lolled. I just was like, oh my God. But I love today. We've had Melanie and Anne and Melanie's not yet engaged, but she might be engaged because this was a couple of days ago she said this. So she's you like, never know. She's like Schrodinger's engaged cat. Nerd reference. We, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. Here we go. Come on. Um, that's me. Um, I love you. I think you're hilarious. And I'm so excited to um, start listening as an actual bride now. And thank you so much for everything that you do. Um, and you're great. You're great. That's all I wanted to say. That's all I wanted to say. I love you. You're great. Talk to you later. Oh, my God. No, you're great. We've got a real, we've got a real New York friend. <laughs> <laughs> And can we come and stay at your house? <laughs> no, that's so great. And I'm just, you know what's really nice is that Anne got engaged and then left me slash us a voice message. That is lovely. Um, I'm well, fucking stoked, Anne. Thank you. One thing I will say is yeah. Q&A Thursday has been much. 
Q or A. Okay, watch out. How about this? We go to a break and then I promise we come back. Again, I promise today, this is, I swear on, I don't really do religious stuff, but I swear on the PlayStation's life. <laughs> that <laughs> I, hang on, hang on. When you're pressed to find a replacement for something spiritual, what you come up with is PS4, the PlayStation. PS4. Um, I swear on the PlayStation's life. Today, knowing that we were co-hosting, I deliberately didn't listen to the voice messages because I wanted to yep. experience them in a live environment with you. Fair enough. So I didn't know that these were going to be crazy <laughs> voice messages, which makes me feel like a bit of an ass. So I promise, well, I can't really promise. Cause let's I, continue the theme and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, it's, it's podcast bingo. All right, quick break. Support the sponsors. Listen to the ads. Buy whatever they're telling you to buy. No, that's, that sounded terrible because it's me talking. Or do you want me to do it? No, no. They're going to play in the ads. Oh, they're going to play in the ads. Oh. I'm just saying, support the sponsors because they help us. They help make the show. They really do. And I say that with 100% seriousness. I'm delighted to have them on board and they're nice people. Hi, Alicia. My name is Erica and I'm technically already married. Um, my husband and I, we got married back in January so that we could um, actually get a better deal on the house that we're buying. Okay. okay oh my word i want to know so much more and i should just let the voice play the voice message play because i think eric is going to tell us what the deal is with this but i'm fascinated she's got me hooked yep um and our actual wedding is happening july 3rd um and we've got a lot of friends uh coming from out of town and family members coming from out of town Uh, our local friends actually were there for our January wedding ceremony. So they all, for the most part, know, as do our, our close you know, nuclear families. But um, the out-of-town friends and family who don't know, we're trying to come up with a way that we can tell them about the wedding, you know, having legally happened in January, and, um, you know, not offend them or make them feel left out for the fact that, you know, we kept it secret. Um, so... We'd love to hear your thoughts about when would be best to tell people. We were kind of thinking about telling everybody at our welcome party, like showing some pictures from the ceremony, which was actually really fun. And we had it at a park and then there was a food truck rodeo. So that was like, you know, a kind of cool thing. But then, you know, we don't want to make people feel sad right before the our actual wedding and, you know, make them feel like they were left out. So I definitely don't want to keep the... Um, the legal wedding secret forever. Cause like I said, it was a really fun day and I really want that to be something I can share with people. Um, so yeah, um, love to hear your thoughts about when would be best to break the news about the fact that we're already legally married and that we're still, you know, hoping people will come to our wedding in July, um, from, and some of them coming very far away. So thank you so much. Uh, love to hear your thoughts and, um, I really appreciate the podcast. It's really been a ray of light for me these last few months um so thanks again i really love it bye alicia erica thank you so much for your message interesting interesting Mm, little conundrum that is a tricky little dilemma now my first instincts husband might disagree with me here Mm. i question why you need to tell anyone Mm, interesting. Now, this is not lying, right? This is the George Costanza mode I go into sometimes. I wouldn't even say lying. I would say it's keeping the show going. Yeah, because to me, what difference 
besides the fact that some people have attended, so it's not just you and your husband and a witness, some people have gone along to this event. But really the main event is the wedding you're planning for July. So I sort of feel, June, July, I sort of feel that why bring it up and make a big deal of it when technically you're putting on the big show, I'm using air quotes that you can't see right now, (laughs) but you're doing the wedding, which is the wedding that is for, you know, the big event mm. and and I mean big event is in it might not be a huge event, just an event that's the big moment. And I, I don't know if you just need to uh. I would even uh, switch it up and say, All right, yeah, fine, yeah, you're legally married, but you're not actually married and just have the you know the switch in your own head mm. that you're not married yet and that's coming up in a month or two. And I don't think anyone you said the word people be disappointed and, you know, I feel like the wedding that you're going to have in July is when you stand up and make that declaration in front of your family and friends. And to me, whether something is legal or not, and this is me going down to the fact that we aren't religious people, as you all know, we don't have, we didn't personally place the value in any sort of religious purpose of our wedding service. It was more about declaring our commitment and love in front of family and friends, which was the most important thing. And to be honest, I have never really looked at our wedding certificate except when I signed it on the day and to get my visa. You did sign it, didn't you? I did sign it. (laughs) But that to me is not the value of what we did. And you could have put it on the back of a cornflake packet and it would still mean exactly what it means to me today. Mm. Mm. So going to that, my memory is, is that, is that service that we had in front of our family and friends. So, you know, I know you did a smaller um, ceremony to do the legal stuff with your mortgage situation, which I'm still morbidly interested <laughs> in. But I feel like the big the big yeah. declaration is coming. I, I would even, you know, say you're not married. Hmm. I mean, if, if, if you have that sort of attitude towards it, then it'll still be a lovely celebratory time yeah and we're not again we just want to reiterate we're not saying that you keep information but i don't necessarily think a big announcement when they come to your home and do that sort of stuff is necessary personally and if you have to tell people maybe just say exactly how you told us just to say look we we did it for a financial reason for an obligation that we had to do before at this time but the big event's coming you didn't miss out on anything the real wedding's coming Move on. I love the idea about the taco truck, or the the food truck, (laughs) by the way. That does sound pretty fun. But... Um, Another thing, I I went to a uh, presentation skills workshop at work today. So I'm just bringing some work home. Uh, The lovely gentleman who was uh, teaching us, he made the very good point that when you apologise for something, you actually make people focus on it. So if you say to people, oh, I'm so sorry we got married before and this isn't the real marriage... People will focus on that fact. Mm. But if you don't say that at all, and if you say, no, you know, this is our marriage, we're getting married today, people will be happy for that. Shift focus. Oh, I just hit the microphone. Um, shit. <laughs> no, she's gone to pieces. <laughs> it's you. You make me unprofessional. I can see that. I think shifting focus, and actually, now you say that, a lot of politicians basically, you know, the foundations of their ruling is exactly what you just said, avoiding <laughs> apologies because apologies mean that you are guilty of something or you're acknowledging your involvement in something, whatever. They usually just divert attention. So maybe the answer is divert attention. Avoid, avoid, avoid. 
Very Sage advice. Yeah. Thank you, Erica. We're looking forward to hearing more about your big wedding uh, and big as in yes, you know, your your wedding, wedding, your actual wedding. Yeah. And we thank you for writing slash voicemailing in. Hi, Alicia. Gemma here. I'm a fellow Aussie, and I live in Perth, WA. I listen to you a lot, and mostly in the car to and from work. Australia! <laughs> My fiancé also listens to you when he happens to be stuck in the car with me, and often says to me, well, no wonder you like her. She like, she's just like you. She starts a conversation and goes on on a complete tangent. This Gemma, is true. Gemma, I'd like you to tell your partner I've made a whole career out of doing that. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on to your hats. It's going to continue. Needless to say, I think this could be a long voicemail. Because truly, I can't help it. Tangents in the middle of conversation is kind of my thing. Anyway, I've got a question and wanted to weigh in on your new podcast as well. I think you and Rich are awesome. In fact, my favourite episodes are the ones that you guys do together. Okay, I shit this you not. This is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> the system is rigged. I just, again, I swear on the PS4's life, this is not rigged. I did not make this shit up. She sounds I, you, like you. She does just sound like Just one of your voices. <laughs> Gemma. No, it's not. Oh, I love you, Gemma. Keep going. Keep going. It's also nice just having that Grimster point of view because, let's face it, what goes on inside of those heads... Absolutely baffles me. Nothing mm. goes on. <laughs> so my first question is relating exactly to that. So perhaps it might be for Rich or Grimmy McGroomster. Well, it's pretty handy. You are sitting right here. Mm. This is the podcast gods shining upon us with mm. their magic. Mm. I've listened to your episode on wedding day gifts, but I'm really stuck on what to do for my fiancé on our wedding morning. As you put it, I really don't want to be a jerk and not get him a gift, but I'm stuck on ideas. My maid of honour, or chiller of honour as I call her, suggested a watch, but he's just not that kind of person. He doesn't even write like wallets or things like that. So I guess my question is, what do grooms want on their wedding day? Well, other than, you know, getting married maybe, having a party, maybe having a little sexy time at the end. I don't know. I need a window into a groom's head. So what's something that might be meaningful and appreciated? Something that he'll remember forever. Okay, this is interesting because from my perspective, I forgot to get you a gift. Forgot. Hmm. I didn't know that that was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) On the wedding day, Rich surprised me with a lovely gift of a bangle. Hmm. A Yeorg Henson Hmm. bangle. Hmm. Which was delightful. Yes. And some of my favourite photos of the whole day that don't contain you and I. <laughs> Whoops. Um, Are of that bangle. <laughs> <laughs> no, of me being surprised with the box. Yeah. And opening it and reading your beautiful note. You know, the note was what I was like, oh man, you're great. What did the note say? I can't I don't remember. Know, but it was oh, like I don't that. know. It's some rubbish. <laughs> no, but it was just like, I can't wait to see <laughs> But it was just like a nice little moment because we'd been running around like chooks with the heads cut off. Mm. And to have that moment, I had my hair done and I was sort of just having a glass of champs. And I read your note and I was delighted. Oh, nice. Hmm. Do you, 
Is it? I feel like. Sorry to keep making it about me. Mm. Um, you are quite hard to buy for because, in a similar way to Gemma's fiance, mm. you don't really like stuff, stuff, like things. Like I've been trying to buy you a watch for seven years, and you're yes. just not interested because you've yeah. got hairy arms. <laughs> not that hairy. They're just normal hairy. Gorilla hairy FYI. arms. You know, we've embraced the hair. But you don't, you're don't. very particular with watches. You had a very nice watch and you sold it because you didn't wear it. Yeah. I bought yeah. you a wallet with your name. I've bought you a couple of wallets, actually. Yeah. But you were right. It's quite hard to find a small gesture because you can buy women jewellery and stuff, and that's mm. lovely. But for gents, it can be quite difficult to find a specific significant item that he will have value in. And you know what? I don't care for the fucking flasks and all that bullshit. Hip flasks? I mean, who's using a hip flask? <laughs> who's marrying someone who has a hip flask? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like an engraved hip... That just says alcoholic to me. And no, <laughs> we're not laughing at alcoholics. It's awful. But to go, really, how often are you carting that hip flask around? Every day to work. <laughs> a little a little bit of uh, rum in my coffee? Mm. Well, I love an Irish coffee. It's not rum. What do you think, gent? I've just talked over your whole question. What's new? Well, that's been good because I'm, uh, I'm a bit stumped. Well, what about... I mean, I keep thinking about gifts and just saying, if you can't think of a gift that you think he would want, then let's turn it around and find something personal that's not necessarily something you would buy. Maybe it's like photos. Maybe it's an album. Maybe it is a poem. A poem? Maybe not a poem. Listen, we never have silence on this podcast. But mm. I'm, I'm of the belief if you write a beautiful card, that is far more valuable yes, yeah, than yeah. something, a trinket that he's going to look at and go, if he's not that sort of guy, yeah. to go, no, whatever, okay, fine, put it in my pocket. So I... I, I mean, if you're art people, uh, not, that you, not that you necessarily purchase some art, but something to go, you know, why don't we uh, get yeah. some... Wedding art and go, yeah, no, this is what we bought for our wedding day or something. Art is a lovely gift. We actually, our friends Phil and Hannah, they said instead of a wedding gift, mm. could we all contribute some money towards a piece of fine art that they were going to purchase, which they did. And it is in their lounge room. Yeah. And it's really yeah. nice when we go and visit them that you see it and you go, oh, we paid for that. <laughs> <laughs> we contributed to that yeah. and it's nice to see it and her parents are very big into saying if you yeah. find a piece of art you're like this is not like really expensive art we're not talking like I'm going to it's no Picasso no what's it called Sotheby's Sotheby's <laughs> we're not going to auction houses holding up you... your paddle we're big, we're big fans of if you find a piece of art that you like, whether it's a print at a museum or something we buy it and have it framed and we've got far too much Art, and I use quotes like prints and things like that to fill our walls. But I feel like when we build a house one day, we're going to fill that house. Maybe a nice, nice... Uh, maybe a nice bronze sculpture. What? Who are these people? Not a big one. Of what? <laughs> a small one. I don't know. Something. Well, Gemma, if you okay, that was a bit out of left field. Hey, I'm just throwing ideas out there. I feel like there are lots of Etsy people, lots of Etsy artists. If there's something specific to you, this is getting a bit wanky, Gemma, but just thinking about it. You could have a piece of art or something commissioned that is of worth, of value, of interest to you. 
And listen, all bride chillers and groom chillers, this is something you could all do. If there's something that is relevant, a place perhaps is a beach or something. WA's got lots of beautiful beaches. Maybe you go for walks somewhere. Maybe there's something that's relevant to your relationship that you could get created. One of our uh, friends said to us recently that her her uh, boyfriend, hmm. he wants, he would like a uh, a life drawing of her. Yeah, he. we were talking about dick pics. Now, this was actually... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Gemma. Sorry, we're going to get back to you in two seconds. But the idea was we were recording some, some Vox Pops, some interviews for our new podcast. And I asked in a quite a pub, we'd had a couple of drinks, in a pub environment if the guys in the group had ever sent a dick pic. And we asked our friend if she'd ever received a dick pic. And uh, basically... Did she, she say yes? I can't remember now. I can't remember. I've, I've, I've had two vodka sodas. Uh, two's not very many. Uh, I'm an easy drunk. But she did say this really nice thing. She said, oh, my boyfriend doesn't want a sexy photo. He would like a lovely piece of art looking at the curvatures of my body. Mm. And we were both like, oh, that's classy. Hey, Gemma, get mm. him a piece of sexy art. Get yeah. someone to draw your beautiful feminine shapes. Without sounding creepy. (laughs) I absolutely love your podcast, um, particularly your recent episodes with Lindsay Beerer. She is fantastic. And I think that's something that can be really overlooked in the wedding industry. So I'm really glad that you did some episodes on that. Fabulous work. So um, I was also thinking about your new podcast and thought perhaps... You could talk about being the best version of you for your partner. So talking about relationships and the ways to connect to your partner, maybe things or systems that you find useful, maybe interview people like Lindsay Beerer. I don't know. Just a thought. Have a great day. I'm about to tuck into some Anzac biscuits after getting up super early for a dawn service. Um, And there I go, sidetracked again absolutely hopeless anyway hope to hear from you soon see ya bye oh Gemma, we both just off mic went oh because we knew exactly when you recorded this anzac day in australia is april the 26th sorry this took us a bit of time to get to you fuck it's the 24th <laughs> <laughs> i think it's the 25th oh shut up keep talking while i google <laughs> oh jesus Jesus, let me just check this shit. Have to, 25th. It's the 25th of oh, April. Fucking hell. Anzac Day is uh, <laughs> the most important, important, <laughs> it's the most important day in the calendar for Australians because it's our, um, well, one of our days where we recognise our returned servicemen and people that died to protect and uh, support our freedom and way of life. Anzac stands for Australia and New Zealand Army Corps. And I'm so sorry for disrespecting and not remembering the date. It's because Australia Day is January the 26th. Correct. It's there very confusing. Guys, if you are at pub quizzes ever and you need to know these dates, now you're going to remember them. And I will too. And you will too. And I'm not even editing that out because it's my mistake. <laughs> but the deal is, if you ever want to uh, connect with an Australian, talk about Anzac biscuits because they are delicious, amazing and uh, I miss them very much. They're what the troops made on the front line where they didn't have much in the way of supplies. I think you'll find their wives made them and sent them over oh, the wives to Gallipoli. And they, they, they stayed because they used um, 
golden syrup. They're an oaty, golden, um, crunchy biscuit. And they stayed fine, fresh, fresh fine. in tins that were shipped over from Australia. So we this eat was them. World War One. It's World War One. We eat them, we enjoy them, and uh, we remember. So I said that too quickly. We remember. And so thank you for leaving us that message now. Just, I know this is going quite long, this episode, but I just want to say, you mentioned Dr. Lindsay Beerer. We have secured Dr. Lindsay Beerer for our new podcast. She's going to be on the show. She signed. She signed. (laughs) We've signed her. Every episode. So each episode of this new podcast, are we going to say the name of it yet? Oh, I don't know. No. Okay. We're just going to keep it going a bit longer. (laughs) Uh, Of the new podcast, which you'll be finding out soon, we're working on it. As we speak, literally. Um, it's she's... going to be called It Takes Two to Tango. Uh, <laughs> that was a disgusting noise. It's not going to be called It Takes Two to Tango. But it's going to be called something else that's quite tricky and we love it. Lindsay has agreed, Dr. Lindsay has agreed to come on the show every episode to give her piece of advice and experience about each topic that we're talking about. So it will be a topic-based show. But we do need your voicemails. Yes, we do. Absolutely. It's really good as you can hear in this episode, we love responding to your voicemails. So the show will shine with your participation. A shiny show. You can leave them. Just visit, you know, you know how to do it. Visit the webpage, leave a voice message or email me. You can just record it on your iPhone or Android or a cassette single for all I give a fuck. Just do it. A single? Yeah. How the hell are we going to play a single? <laughs> if you sent me a cassette in the mail... Oh, I would find yeah, a way to play yeah, it. Yeah, we would. Fair enough. Yeah, there's a challenge, readers. Listeners. No, we're winding back to Kasingles. If you don't know what a Kasingle is, congrats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've 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 used enough of your time. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed. It's, you know, we use, this is our night time. We just ate dinner. Yeah. We sat down. This is our life now. Great. <laughs> can I go to bed? Yes, you can. It's 9.35 p.m. p.m. We are living the dream. Uh, Thank you so much. Please, 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 if you haven't already, leave a review, an iTunes review, and purchase some sort of tote bag, T-shirt, something, because every time you buy, it really helps out. Or if you don't want a T-shirt, send us five bucks in the mail via PayPal. Yeah, people do that. They do, and I'm so grateful. People send it's usually about ten dollars, and I'm not. This is not putting any figure on it, but they've been a couple of hundred dollars in there. They have, and I'm. But usually ten, yeah. I'm like I nearly lose my mind when people do that, but I can't (laughs) tell you how much it really helps me pay for Jess, my wonderful assistant, who is basically saving my life because you send me all these amazing emails and I have full mental breakdowns over not being able to personally respond to everyone all the time. I try and she helps me. So your donations help us run the business and we are eternally grateful. And uh, I'm just happy that this show we coined the hashtag Schrodinger's Engaged Cat. Okay, that's going to move on. No one gets it. (laughs) Some geniuses out there, I bet there will be people that write. If you get it, please write in. Write, we'll tweet Rich at Richard Maddock if you. Hashtag Schrodinger's Engaged Cat. I don't even know how to spell that. Look at that. Left brain, right brain. There it is. Love you all. As we say at the end of this show. Ciao, Bellas. Happy days. Oh, happy days. <laughs>